The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Amazing story about Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, who was the greatest rabbi of our the generation. He passed away in 1986, but we still follow his laws, his halafas, even till today. He was the most humble, he was a giant, spiritually a giant. He was revered and respected by so many. So tell you, where does greatness come from? It doesn't come from being someone that thinks they know more, behaves like they know more. It comes from sweetness and humility. That's where it comes from. So one time, Moshe Feinstein got a phone call, and it was an international phone call. There was a guy who was in Israel, in Eretz Israel, who was studying in Yeshiva. And this guy, he thought that he had, it was the world's greatest gift to the world. And he had a question on his studies, and... There was nobody that can answer this question other than the greatest rabbi in the generation. Okay? Not like there are no rabbis in Israel. There are thousands of rabbis in Israel and tremendous rabbinic personalities in Israel. But none of them sufficed for him. He had a call, the rabbi in America. Okay, now remember, this is usually a seven-hour, depending on, you know, Eastern Standard Time, of course, is here, depending on daylight savings time. But usually, like, a seven-hour difference between Israel and America, right? Okay, so it happened to be that it was, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning in Israel. So Israel is seven hours ahead. So let's do the basic math. What time was it here? Three o'clock, right? 3 a.m., okay? So 3 a.m., he calls America. He calls Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, lived in the lower east side of Manhattan. Um, and he calls Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. And Rabbi Moshe Feinstein is awakened from sleep and, you know, runs to the phone thinking it's a medical emergency, that somebody's got a bit dying or whatever it is. And the guy starts asking him questions. And, um, you know... So Rosh Feinstein said, you know, could you hold on, please? And, you know, the guy's, because the guy's waiting, you know, half a minute, a minute, a minute and a half. And the guy's thinking, wow, I stumped the rabbi. <laughs> and he doesn't, he has to go look up the sources now. And he's putting me on hold. And uh, that's what he's thinking, you know. Eventually, they conclude the conversation. So Rosh Feinstein says to him, he says, could you please tell me, um, what's your name and what's your address? So he tells him his name and he tells him his address. And he's thinking, gee. Moshe Feinstein wants to correspond with me now. He wants to be like my pen pal. You know, hey, he's going to write letters to each other, right? Like, why is he asking my address? So around like a week and a half later, he gets a letter, his first letter from Moshe Feinstein. Right? He wants to frame it. He's so ecstatic. What is it? Where Moshe Feinstein writes, Dear Anonymous, right? Whoever it is, whatever his name was. He says, When you called, I was in the middle of sleeping, so I did not yet make Berchat Torah, Berchat Torah. You know, before, before you study Torah, before you could answer a halachic question, unless it's a mercy, so you have to say special blessings. The same way before you eat, you have to make blessings before you learn Torah. Torah is delicious. Torah is like satiates you. Torah satisfies you spiritually, sometimes even physically. You have to make a bracha. He says, I didn't have a chance yet, so I had to put one on hold. I had to make the bracha to Torah. It took me, you know, a few minutes, whatever. Is but I feel terrible because it was an international phone call. And, you know, back then, you know, it wasn't like you had WhatsApp and, you know, you with your Google Voice. I don't know. You know, calls cost a lot of money. He says, so here's a check enclosed. I try to calculate how much it will cost you to call me and put you on hold. And I'm sending you the check. I hope it's the right amount. If it's the wrong amount, please write me back and I'll send you the differential. Right? If it was me, I tell you, I would have written the guy hate mail and enclosed probably a letter bomb saying, don't ever call me again at three o'clock in the morning. You know, you have enough rabbis over there to consult with, right? But this is, this is, this is greatness. This is a gadol me'achav. This is what it means to be a Torah giant. This is what it means to be a person that's Jewish. Jewish means your gadol me'achav. Your greatness comes from being there for other people. And you will not lose out. You take care of somebody else. Think about ways to be there for others. Think about ways to be selfless, not selfish. 
Think about ways to be other-centered and not self-centered. Every day, think about one way I could be there for someone else to get out of my box, to be there, even if I'm hurting a little, even if I think that I'm going to lose out, you're not going to lose out. You're not going to lose out. I'm telling you, you're not going to lose out. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.